Welcome to the third edition of the Worst Wrestling Podcast in the World. I am your host, TJ Hawk. I am a writer for 401mania.com and the owner slash editor of freeprowrestling.com. On this episode, I will preview uh, Ring of Honor's 11th anniversary show, and I will then give you a recommendation uh, as to whether or not you should buy this show. Let's get to it. Uh, the first match from the bottom is a six-way mayhem match. God's Gift, Cutie Marshall versus ACH versus Silas Young versus Evan Bourne's little brother versus Adam Page versus Tadarius Thomas. Uh, I this match I this match is probably going to be okay. There's enough talent in there f- to ensure that there will be some some entertaining moments at the very least. ACH and Silas Young are two of my favorite wrestlers in independent wrestling at the moment. And I'm really happy that they're both being used more by ROH this year. And I'm ecstatic that ACH has signed a contract with them. Adam Page and Tadarius Thomas both bring something to the table, in my opinion. Adam Page had a really good match with Jay Lethal uh, last August, last September, I believe, in ROH. And I'm hopeful that he gets more opportunities like that going forward in ROH. Uh, Tadarius Thomas's career in ROH has been like, it's been very strange how they, they they seem to give him a bunch of opportunities and they treat him like a jobber. Then they give him more opportunities and he gets treated like a jobber again. And I don't really understand. They, they, they don't really seem to have a plan for him. And that's kind of frustrating. But overall, I'm very glad that he's been a part of ROH for the last few months. And he seems to be a part of their plans going forward. Uh, the other two wrestlers, Mike Seidel. Mike Seidel's very fine. Like I've watched him in various promotions over the last year. He's improved... He's got goofy haircut. He's got goofy tattoos. He's fine. I don't. He doesn't have the magic that his brother, uh, the former Matt Seidel, now Evan Bourne in WWE, has. And that's he's missing something. He's very clearly missing that one crucial piece of uh, that all entertaining wrestlers have. And I don't know what his future holds in wrestling. Uh, Cutie Marshall is pretty horrible. His best match in ROH was when he got squashed by Grizzly Redwood in about under a minute at fi- in a, a final battle dark match, which I saw live. Uh, he's awful. He should not be wrestling. He needs to go away. I'm sure he won't ruin a six-way match. There's no way. I don't see how he could possibly ruin a six-way match, but he should not be in ROH right now. He needs to improve a lot. Uh, who's going to win this match? I would assume ACH... Just because they just announced that he signed a contract, but since he and Tadarius Thomas are apparently going to be a tag team going forward, uh, I think this would be a cool way to give Silas Young, or well, really somebody else, whoever they want to push on the other four as a singles wrestler, should get the win here. Preferably that'd be Silas Young. Adam Page would be fine. I really hope it's not QT Marshall. <laughs> All right, the next match is uh, labeled a grudge tag team match. Scum, made up of Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Carino, will take on the CNC Wrestle Factory, Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Uh, if you've been paying attention to Scum, their promos, Jimmy Jacobs even wrote an article on some random website about it. Uh, Steve Carino's Twitter account talks about a lot. They are still trying to destroy Ring of Honor. This will seem weird in a second one, or in a few minutes after I discuss Kevin Steen uh, versus Jay Lethal, but this is what their goal is, and... They apparently see the 11th anniversary as an opportunity to further their goal of destroying Ring of Honor. I think there's been some teases that they'll be adding some new members. I think there was like some weird poster where Karina was standing in front of a bunch of shadowy images. It looked like one of them was Tommaso Ciampa. I think that would be a mistake, but 
if Chompa joins Scum, but something, it seems like there's another angle that's going to happen here uh, that's going to change the dynamic of Scum. Actually, if I had to guess, I would assume that Scum turns on Kevin Steen. But uh, regardless, this should be a fine match. Uh, Koba and Alexander are usually very entertaining. I feel like they've been held back a lot in the past year. I would really, I don't know, they just, they haven't had that one breakout match yet, and I think they really need to have it soon because they've been around for almost 18 months now, seemingly, and they just aren't they aren't special yet. They're not a, they're not special in our way. You don't look at them on, on a list of matches for a show and get excited for their matches yet because they just they just haven't had those type of matches. And I really I really hope they go over strong here and then have a big match at Supercard of Honor. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll say Coleman Alex. I, oh shit, no. Yeah, actually, Scum's going to win this match. Fuck, it's so annoying. I don't care about Scum anymore, and they, they're going to win this match, and that's really silly. All right, next match. No holds bar. The Outlaw, Charlie Haas versus BJ Whitmer. Uh, if you saw Final Battle, you would know that Charlie Haas almost murdered BJ, Whit- BJ Whitmer when he threw him through a table headfirst on a super belly-to-belly suplex. Uh, so, And then they've cut some more promos on each other since then. They There was this awful segment at a used car dealership where Charlie Haas ended up giving BJ Whitmer a drunk slam on a, a windshield. There's awful, 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 not quite shindy, but just like almost like a TNA level segment where you just roll your eyes. And you just, it just the promotion looks so bush league in it. Uh, so I could not possibly care less about anything having to do with Charlie Haas. I don't want Charlie Haas in Ring of Honor. I want him to go away. I wish WWE was remotely interested in him whatsoever just so he could get out of Ring of Honor. But that doesn't appear to be the case. And, God, I fucking hope BJ Whitmer wins this match because I cannot, I could not tolerate a Charlie Haas push into, in, our, in Ring of Honor going forward. That would just be awful, 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 awful. Um, as for the match... Uh, these two were a part of a surprisingly good street fight at, at Final Battle that I think almost everyone seemed to enjoy. And, you know, if BJ Whitmer takes some stupid bumps, which he's probably going to do, this match should be fine. Uh, at the very least. And, hey, you never know. It could be fun if the crowd really hates Haas. All right, next match from the bottom is for the ROH World Television Championship. I don't know why it's for the world. I don't think it's been defended overseas, but regardless... Adam Cole defends the TV title against the winner of the 2013 Top Prospect Tournament, Matt Taven, who will be accompanied by Truth Martini. Uh, I'm really angry about the Top Prospect Tournament. I watched most of it on ROH TV. I actually watched the last three episodes of ROH TV, unlike probably everyone else in the world. Uh, and, you know, it's a tournament designed to showcase young stars, or new stars, and hopefully the idea is to make them stand out, to get over with the crowd, to show what they can do. And then the finals is all about fucking Truth Martini. And it's so fucking awful. Awful, 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 awful. Booking. Just awful booking. Why make a, pro- a top prospect tournament all about Truth Martini in the end? So stupid. Uh, I really think that's Matt Taven is really not going to be... It's an awful situation for Matt Taven, really. Uh, he's a very talented wrestler. I've seen him have several good matches in Beyond Wrestling. Uh, he's had some fine matches on ROH TV. Uh, he just he was just not the person to win this tournament. Silas Young or ACA should have won this tournament, uh, or even to, to Darius Thomas. He should not have won this tournament. So right out of the gate, he's just in a bad situation. I don't think he's going to get over. 
Truth Martini. Uh, I really like Truth Martini more than some people, uh, some of my friends do. But this is a bad way to debut. That being his, being one of his, being managed by Truth Martini is not a way to be over right now in ROH, and it's really unfortunate for Matt David. Uh, this match is probably going to come off pretty flat. There's no way Adam Cole is losing the belt to Matt Taven. And everyone in the crowd is going to know that. So I don't think this match will be all that interesting. But it should be technically fine. Next match from the bottom. Two out of three falls. Truth Martini is banned from ringside. Unbreakable Michael Elgin versus Roderick Strong. What a fucking awful feud. I'm sorry for cursing so much in the show. ROH was bringing it out of me. Uh, I just watched an episode of their television show, I guess. That's why. Uh, Mike, this this feud, after taking forever and ever and ever and ever to ever to get physical, is being drawn out longer for no reason whatsoever. Just no reason whatsoever. This does not... Like, Michael Elgin should not be dropping multiple matches to Roderick Strong. Michael Elgin should be running through everybody on the roster before taking the belt from Kevin Steen. It's so simple. It's so obvious. I don't understand why they're not doing that. And just... Oh, they finished their final battle match. Like, almost completely ruined the match for a lot of people. It was still a lot of fun to watch live, but all you're going to remember is that awful finish. I have to assume Michael Elgin is winning this match. I have, I have to. I Like, I, I can't live in like I don't care enough about Arwich to really care. And I can't believe I like, I can be living in a world where Roderick Strong wins this match. Uh yeah, I just this match should be really good. I think the crowd will be into it because they're both really talented, but just it's one of those in our match, almost every single match here, it's just impossible to care because it's just the the company is just terribly booked at the moment. Uh I'm gonna say Elgin wins, but I really at this point wouldn't be surprised if Roddy won. Next match on the bottom, a dream tag team match. Uh, you didn't see it, but I, I did air quotes when I said dream. The American Wolves of Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards will take on the forever hooligans, Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov. Uh Let me be clear. This is not a dream match. This is just very clearly not a fucking dream match. And I, it was really, it was, uh, you know, some people actually did, call, when RH started teasing this uh, dream tag match between the Wolves, a lot of people did call it forever hooligans. And but this is not a dream match. No one was dreaming about seeing this match, and that's not to say it won't be good. Uh, in fact, I think if they stay in the twelve to eighteen minute range, they could have a chance to have the best match on the show for sure. Uh, any longer than that, I think the crowd's going to lose interest because I don't think the crowd's going to have a reason to care about the hooligans all that much. But this should be a really good match, and I think it just—it's unfortunate that ROH. Uh, it just really didn't give the match a chance to be hyped well just by overhyping I mean, by overhyping it. It's like, this is a match that you should hype small so people get really into it. Instead, they hyped it too big. And now, it just, I don't think anyone really cares about it as if it's a big deal. And it was never going to be a big deal, but it could have been something that exceeded expectations instead of just falling short of what the title dream match. Next match is for the ROH World Tag Team Championships. The Briscoes defend the belts against Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I am not interested in the Briscoes anymore uh, as wrestlers. Uh, I don't like their promos anymore. They're, it's they're too, they've turned into too much into caricature. Uh, Mark Briscoe and Jay Briscoe are much better than that. I really think they should be heels going forward. They just they need to be more brutal again. I know they'll get over as faces once they start working as heels again, but you're just gonna have to deal with that and just let them be awesome as heels. Uh, 
I've watched, uh, as I said, I've watched the last three episodes of ROH TV. Kyle O'Reilly's heel character is pretty awful. Uh, I've seen him work it that way in other promotions, like in PWG. Uh, I saw him have a match in AIW, and it just, it just isn't good. It, he's just, he's, it, it doesn't feel natural. It feels like a performance. Now, once he gets in the ring, he's fine. Him and Fish are a great tag team. I love that they're a tag team in ROH. But O'Reilly's heel character in ROH feels like way too much of a performance. And it doesn't interest me at all. Uh, and also in the ring, I think he's also just a stronger performer as a babyface. Uh, as for the result of this match, oh, I probably should add. I assume the American Wolves are going to go over the Forever Hooligans. Uh, I don't really know though, and uh, I think the Forever Hooligans have an ROH tag title shot, so maybe the Hooligans will win. Uh, as for this match, Fish and O'Reilly really have to win this match, as far as I'm concerned. They really, really, really have to win this match. The Briscoes just. They just aren't interesting. They should not be tag team champions. They don't do anything for the ROH tag team championships. And I think the uh, ROH needs to jump on Fish and O'Reilly, who can have pretty much have awesome matches with almost anybody in the company. Um, while, I'm not, while I'm not interested in the Briscoes right now, I do expect this to be the best match they've had in, uh, in probably almost close to a year. Uh, so in that sense, I am looking forward to it if I watch the show. All right, finally, the main event uh, for the ROH World Championship. Kevin Steen defends the belt against Jay Lethal. Uh, if you didn't watch ROH TV this past Saturday, you probably don't know that Kevin Steen pretty much turned babyface. He talked about how much now that Jim Cornette's gone and he's champion for a while, he realizes that he used to love ROH, and now he's champion, he kind of loves ROH again. And he loves being the champion because ROH is about the young, best young wrestlers be- in the world proving what they can do and he was proud to be the champion of that uh the week before like steen like actually didn't beat up jay lethal so the idea is that kevin Steen is a, somewhat of a change man like basically he's turning babyface he's turning babyface and that's it's bizarre i can't remember the last time a heel champion especially in roh turned babyface by the end that's very bizarre to think about uh just given the pattern of how most roh world champions uh end up getting booked uh as for Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal cut a promo. Jay Lethal is not good at cutting promos. He's just not. His character is not interesting. It's not. He's not engaging, and that's just a problem up and down the board in ROH right now. Is that they actually uh, on the last episode of TV they did a montage of pretty much uh, there there being promos for every single match, and you just no one is good at cutting promos in this company besides Kevin Steen and Jay Briscoe and anybody else. Uh, looking down the roster, uh, Adam Cole's a great promo. They're not really giving him an opportunity to, and it doesn't have anything to do with this show. Uh, his promo's recently been about Matt Hardy. I mean, Carino and Jacobs are good promos, but their characters just aren't interesting at the moment. Yeah, it's, uh, there's just not enough, not enough charismatic people in this company who can carry, uh, the company on the microphone, and that's a real problem. Uh, another problem is that this has been, this has arguably been Kevin Steen's main, world title program since he became champion after he defeated Davey Richards. Davey Richards was no longer involved in the world title scene. Uh, Steen had a one-month program with Eddie Kingston, but that wasn't really a big deal. He had a one-month program with Rhino. Again, not that big of a deal. And then the attention seemed to focus to Jay Lethal, and this was turned into this long-term program. It seemed really that Lethal was destined to take the belt from Kevin Steen at Final Battle. Uh, but that, that their big angle with that was on the very last Jim Cornette show. And it's hard to say whether or not... 
It's our, it's stupid to speculate about whether what Cornette would have done because we don't know. But I really believe that Lethal and Kevin Seen were going to meet at final battle for the title, and Lethal was going to take the belt there. And you know, this this match has been building ever since then. If anything, it's just become supposedly more important because it's got more airtime to build and build and build, and no one cares. It doesn't feel important at all because it's Jay Lethal, and the company is just incredibly flat right now, and no one cares about this match. Uh, it's not a big deal. It's been teased forever, forever, forever. And in a in an independent wrestling environment where rematches are just not popular right now, or just not what excite fans, this is, you know, a rematch that should theoretically do that because the first one ended in a shitty finish, but no one cares. No one cares. And that's, that's Ring of Honor in a nutshell right now. They've been building, this is a near five to six month program that's going to, come to a head in the main event of an eye pay-per-view on the birthday show for ring of honor or the anniversary show for ring of honor and no one cares and that's kind of ring of honor in a nutshell right now nobody cares i really hope scene wins i've heard rumors of what the roh world title match is going to be in super card of honor and while i'm not gonna not gonna be a douche and say what they are i do i do think steen's gonna win and that rumor confirms it uh, yeah, it uh, should be a really strong match. They'll work their asses off. Could go t- probably go twenty to thirty minutes. Lots of near falls at the end, but no one cares about Jay Lethal avenging his mother, and no one cares about this match. I think they everyone just hopes Steen wins, and they'll just move on from there. Um, so you look up. I, I have to give a recommendation on the show. That's just what I do. And I'm looking up and down this card, and you know, you have Steen Lethal. Yeah, I don't want to. Star ratings are the most lame, are, the, are so fucking lame. But, you know, Steen versus Lethal, Briscoes versus Fish and O'Reilly, Wolves versus Forever Hooligans, Elgin versus Roderick Strong. Those are four matches that, you know, potentially reach that, that four star level match. And for all we know, they could all reach that level on this show. And that would make it an unbelievable show. Like, they would probably be considered a show of the year candidate. Uh, so I guess if, you know if that's what's important to you, you should feel free to buy the show for fifteen dollars uh, uh, on ROHWrestling.com. But I'm not saying I don't like watching great wrestling, and I wouldn't say I would have end up watching the show if that's what I heard happened. But I don't care about anything on the show. I don't. There's nothing on this show that I care about. Not a single match. Not a single feud. I'm not invested in anything right now going on in the Ring of Honor. And and that includes a bunch of stuff that's happening that that's not on the show, like Matt Hardy and I'm sure there's some other things that are just getting in my mind right now. It's just I don't care about anything. And for that I'm giving this I'm saying I'm not saying thumbs down because I can't give it a thumbs down because I haven't seen the show yet, but I'm not recommending the show. I will not be buying it or watching it live. You know, if reports indicate it's one of the best shows of the year, then of course yeah, I'll seek it out afterwards. Uh, but in the meantime, no, I do not recommend this show. Uh, it's probably not going to be the worst purchase in the world if you do get it. In fact, you'll probably have a lot of fun watching it. I imagine just because there is, it's pretty deep in terms of appealing matches. I just, I want more from wrestling at this moment. I don't care about anything going on in the show. And else. In that mind, I'm slightly transitioned to Ring of Honor as a whole now, given that it's the 11th anniversary. It's a pretty appropriate time to discuss the company as a whole. 
Ring of Honor has been doing something that I thought was really cool. It is really cool, which is they've been posting old matches from past anniversary shows onto YouTube for people to watch. And they posted some really great matches. Um, Jay Briscoe from Mark, Mark, yeah, Jay Briscoe versus Mark Briscoe from 03. Punk versus AJ Styles from 2004. Punk versus Jimmy Rave. What else? Uh, AJ Styles and Evan Bourne versus Aries and Roderick Strong. Uh, they posted the match where Morishima won the belt. They posted an unbelievable Brian Danielson Nigel McGuinness match. They posted a great Nigel McGuinness Kenta match. A great Davy Richard Generico match. On and on and on and on and on. And you can watch all these matches at freeprowrestling.com, by the way. Uh, and but as I just watched and I watched these matches, I just realized, even though I didn't become a fan of Ring of Honor towards the end of until the end of two thousand nine, like when I went back and watched these matches, like I cared like even i knew the results 95 percent of the time but i watched them and i just cared about these characters and these wrestlers and you could tell that the people cared you can tell that the commentators cared and i'm not saying the commentators now aren't doing their job they're not very but they're not good at their job kevin kelly's not good at his job caleb seltzer's not good at his job truth martini is doesn't weigh too much he's not that good of his job uh just being a commentator and no one cares about this company at all no one's invested in it and you need to make people invested in your company. And I don't know how you do that in Ring of Honor anymore. Uh, they have all this TV time. They have to be telling stories. And the stories just almost all universally suck up and down the card. It's, it's so depressing. But nothing is interesting. And it's just it's just kind of sad to think about. And if anything... They, I had been, uh, ROH had been so bad for the last 18 months that it honestly it turned me off from watching old matches from the product. I just didn't want to watch it. It just, I didn't appeal to me at all. I wasn't seeking out the old stuff, even though I have a dozen DVDs, yada, 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 all the stuff on the internet. I just wasn't watching old ROH stuff because the new product, the Sinclair Broadcasting Group product, didn't, made me care about, made, made me not care about the history, made me not want to seek out the history of Ring of Honor. Uh, but I did watch these matches on on YouTube, and you know I posted a lot of them to my website. I wrote a lot about, uh, or someone at least someone wrote about all of them on my website, and it just made me realize that how much better the promotion used to be, and how it used to be the best wrestling promotion in America, uh, and it's so far away from that right now, and it's really really depressing. Uh, I don't know. Do I have anything else to say about it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it. It just it really sucks that ROH is not better. And I want them to be better. I want to care about them again. They have an hour TV show. It's available for free every week. Like, I should be... This would be the, my favorite promotion in the world. That they have the best wrestler. They have some of the best wrestlers in America. And I just don't care about it at all. And Jim Cornette's been gone for... About four months total now, at least. The promotion should be better by now. It just should be. It should absolutely be better. That's that's not... You can't... Those stories are almost all over. The Jay Lethal thing is pretty much the last remnants of that... Of that... Of that Jim Cornette era. The promotion should be a better... Should be better right now. And it's not. And I don't know why. Or, I do know why. They're not doing a good enough job, but I... Just want it to be better. Right, that was a little rambling at the end. I didn't sound too articulate. Oh, well. Uh, thank you for listening to the worst wrestling podcast in the world. I hope, hopefully, it was not 
the worst experience of your life, as I fear it, it always is for everybody. Thank you for listening. Go to freeprowrestling.com. Go to 401mania.com. Click on their stuff. Uh, and thank you so much to freeadmissionfr.com for hosting this podcast. Bye.